When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. We're in the Victory Lounge here in our West Loop CHGO studios. And as always, we're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Hawks win, beating the Colorado Avalanche, the defending Stanley Cup Colorado Avalanche, asterisk with everyone hurt. Uh, (laughs) The shell of the Avalanche. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, 3-2 at the United Center in a really good and entertaining game. Hawks 5-for-5 five five on the penalty kill. Uh, yeah. Some different guys getting on the board. Peter Mrazek picking up assists. We're going to get to <laughs> all of it. But first, got to take care of some business. Make sure you smash that like button on YouTube. I'm setting a goal. Today is Marion Hosa's birthday, his 44th birthday. Oh. 81 likes. Oh, yeah. At a minimum on this show for Marion Hosa. 81 likes. So smash that like button now. Also hit that subscribe button on YouTube. If you're listening to the uh, podcast, make sure you're subscribed and or following us and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you're feeling uh, generous. Check out allchgo.com for all of our great written content. And hey, heads up, you might want to become a diehard if you're not already because our United Center takeover is February 10th. That's a Friday against the Arizona Coyotes. It's going to be a great time. Details to follow, ticket link to follow, but save the date. It is happening February 10th and die hard save on every CHGO event and every piece of CHGO merch at the CHGO locker. So Mm -hmm. lots of great stuff on the horizon, but let's get into it, man. Mario Hawks winner third in a row. Uh, two of which came against pretty good teams, cup contenders. You'd say Calgary and Colorado and most shockingly of all, Without Patrick Kane. Yeah. A wise man once said three wins is a winning streak. And uh, the Blackhawks are uh, they're riding one right now. And, and look, uh, we can either expound on this now before we get into the, to the nuts and bolts of the game or we can save it for a little bit later. But um, this is a different team without Patrick Kane in a weird way. And we were talking. We were talking about it uh, during the game, and we've kind of mentioned it a little bit over this last week, as as the team has been without Patrick Kane uh, for their last two games. Lucas Reichel has has been in the lineup and has been playing well. Um, I'm going to say something that's going to sound really dumb, but let me explain. <laughs> it's usually my job, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Kane is too good and too special of a player to play with this Blackhawks roster. And we've talked about it this week. He is a very unique talent. There's not many players in the NHL that play with his specific skill set. He's not a burner, but he's quick. He's not a pure sniper, but he's got a deadly shot and he has one of the best set of hands in the NHL and can put the puck in places where 99% of the league can't. That's great. That is fantastic. It is hard to play with a player like that. Yes. And Patrick Kane and the Blackhawks have had the most success as, as, a, as a team and in his career when he's had at least one player, if not a roster full of players, 
that can match his level. He needed a guy like Artemi Panarin. Yep. He needed a guy like Alex Zabrinkit. And on the cup teams, he had Jonathan Taze in his prime, Patrick Sharp, Marion Hossa, you know, the, 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 the list of, of great players to come through that era of, of the Blackhawks. He had all those guys to play with. He has no one like that on this roster. And it has shown in, in his individual production. Now, you, you pluck him out of the roster, and you have a team that is not trying to play through him and they're just playing their, they're playing to their strengths, yep. not to his strength, which they can't live up to. And I, I told you this story uh, during the game here before the show. Not to brag, but I played two years of, of JV basketball in high school. Oh, and, Rico uh, here. <laughs> my sophomore <laughs> year, there was a, a, a freshman on our team who was so much better than the rest of us. It was, it was clear that he... he sh- could have been playing varsity the entire season as a freshman. He was awful when he played with us on our, on our JV team. He was so ineffective. The only time he was effective is when we would go, you know, call that I call an isolation play and he would go one-on-one against a, against his opponent. He was brought up to the varsity team halfway through the season and started on the varsity team the rest of the year and was great because he had to play with guys who could match his talent level. Mm -hmm. He couldn't, he couldn't play on a team of scrubs like me and the rest of our teammates. Sorry, guys, if you're watching, we were bad. <laughs> um, and Patrick Kane is just like that. He has to play with guys that can match his level, and he's not the kind of talent that can drag a team to reach his level. He's not a guy like Alex Ovechkin who's just like, you know what, I have the speed, I have the, the size, I have the shot, I'm just going to score all the goals and everyone else can can jump on my back and we'll right. you know we'll take yeah. you. Patrick Kane doesn't have that ability even though he's one of the most unique uniquely talented players in the league. And this Blackhawks team without him doesn't have to doesn't have to reach his level and they're playing just a much different game and each each player I think is just playing more freely without him on the ice. Look, it's so you, weird to watch. You're, you're, you are, and it's not a criticism, it's observation, you're tiptoeing around it. They're better without him. Yeah. This particular roster is better without Patrick Kane. And it's because of the things you were saying, but flat out, they're a different effing team. Yeah. They play north and south. They play fast. The power play moves the puck. It's not everybody standing around waiting for 88 to do something. Mm-hmm. That's not Patrick Kane's fault. And Patrick Kane can go to a contender and make them significantly better. Yeah. Significantly better, right? That is the guy who is a, a final piece to a champion. There's no doubt about it. But this particular Blackhawks roster is better and more effective without Patrick Kane. Because, like you said, and we've said it all year, they're just deferring to him all the time. And on the power play, they get it to him, and they all stand there like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, can I move? Should I move? What should I do? They play timid with him on the ice because they don't want to... I'm, 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 I'm trying to say this without making it sound like Kane is a problem. He's not in personality or skill. Right. But, right. like, they don't want to piss him off by not being ready for a pass... They want to make sure that they're ready for what he's going to do, and he's an incredibly unpredictable player. Unless you have, you know, top-end scoring talent like Panarin, like Dabrinkit, like Patrick Sharp back in the day, like all those guys who played and had success with Kane, this team doesn't have that. No. We haven't seen him and Reichel together. Maybe Reichel's that guy. I don't know. I don't know, but... (laughs) I'm almost I'm almost like nervous to put Reichel with Kane. Maybe the way he's playing now, uh, Reichel gives him some confidence to feel like, oh, I can like great. Now I'm excited to play with Patrick Kane when when if and when Kane is healthy enough to be back in the, in the lineup and and Reichel is there. Um, maybe his confidence is like, okay, I'm I'm excited to play with Patrick Kane rather than being like, shoot, I have to make sure I don't screw up because players who are thinking I don't want to screw up are, are 
going to eventually screw up because you're 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 playing on your heels more than on your toes. Playing on your toes, you're thinking I need I, I'm going to go out there, I'm going to make something happen. And with with Patrick Kane out there with him potentially, if you're playing like that, that could be a great thing for him. But if you throw Reichel and Kane together and Reichel's game regresses back to the guy who's like I don't want to screw up and I'm going to make sure Patrick Kane gets the puck on this possession. Yeah, good point. You're going to completely change the way he's playing right now. All right. Can you throw Jay Serio's comment back up there, Steven? You had it up there a second ago. It was about Reichel being a uh, being an, an East and West player. Um, if you can't find it, it's no big deal. Basically, Jay Serio's – oh, I'm sorry. It was uh, Ira saying, even though Reichel is an East and West player, he can still produce on this team. I find it interesting. Yesterday – we played a portion of Luke Richardson's press conference after practice, and he was asked, what was Lucas Reichel doing correctly? Can we fire this video here real quick, Stephen? I just want you to hear. Now, again, this is Luke Richardson talking about Lucas Reichel yesterday after practice. You know, he's playing pretty simple uh, and letting his skill find, find the opportunity to use it. Like, so offensively he's not trying to slow down and stop and try and sauce through three people for me to you he, he's skating and creating speed so it's creating lanes to make and those guys are pretty much passing the puck flat it's just making short uh passes and they're supporting each other and they're moving it's very difficult for uh that's it there's more to it but basically what he says is he's not just standing there trying to throw a sauce pass to through three people that sounds like somebody on this team yeah. That's Patrick Kane on the power play. He stands on the boards. He waits and waits and waits and waits and waits for the perfect pass. Now, the difference is Patrick Kane throughout his entire career, three Stanley Cups, all the wonderful accomplishments he's had, has proven that he can have success playing that way. Mm -hmm. But, yes, Reichel does play a bit of an East and West game. He can weave. He can skate. But he's moving, and he's distributing on the fly. Yeah. That's the difference. Kane, especially this year, has become – a bit of a stationary winger and I talked I, I say this all the time and I'm not trying to name drop but really I, I did some interviews with like Christopher Stieg and and others who have played with Kane and they all said it's a challenge to play with him he yeah. is a hard player to play to play with and again I, neither of us are saying like Patrick Kane sucks get him out of here all those things no but you can see it it is a different team without him on the ice I'd be interested to see if what Luke Richardson does when Patrick Kane is back healthy and back in the lineup, I'd be interested to see where, where he slots him in because the, the Kurashev Domi Reichel line has been playing very well together. Um, historically when Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane have been put back together on a line, it hasn't been the best. No. So I don't know where you put him in if you if if Richardson willingly breaks up the top line, which has been playing really well together. All three of those guys seem to have been built have been building up some chemistry. Um, I, I'm just it's very interesting where where this team is now compared to, geez, just a, a week and a half ago. You know, yeah, it's just it it now <laughs> now in my brain it's going where do you put Patrick Kane in this lineup like. I would have never have get no, that was not on my bingo card of 2022 23 <laughs> like Patrick Kane how do you fit him into the lineup like it's so weird how this little change well little quote unquote but this small <laughs> this small sample size of not having Patrick Kane has completely flipped my thought of of this team and how it was just like ah oh, well this team is just really bad they're they've been constructed to be the worst team in the league they have not played like the worst team in the league the last three games. They no, have not looked that's like true. It. I, and look, I, I still feel like... Are they the least talented group yeah. collectively? Yes. Yeah, probably still. Yes. But the way they've been playing, they have not looked like the dead last... They're tied for dead last now and, and, team and in the league. I just want to remind people, the other teams that they the Hawks are creating are competing in the tank with, Columbus, Anaheim, Arizona, San Jose... None of them are going to be making a sell-off like the Hawks are going to be. Anaheim has their next generation of stars playing in Trevor Zegers and Mason McTavish and Troy Terry and on and on and on. Yes, they're going to trade John Klingberg. They'll probably get a first-round sure. pick for him. Cool. Maybe, yeah. Columbus is going to start getting healthier. 
Uh, Arizona's got young players who are making an impact. They're probably going to trade Jacob Chikrin. They might trade uh, Shane Gosses Bear. They should. But the impact level of the players, at least theoretically, that the that those teams will be p- trading compared to what the Hawks are trading, there's no ma- there's no there's no d- look. They've talent won, for talent. They've won yeah. three in a row, and they finally are out of the tank basement by winning percentage only. They still have the fewest amount of points. Columbus is losing right now, right? Columbus, Columbus lost. Columbus Arizona lost. Okay. is losing. Arizona is losing. Yeah. Uh, now five three to Ottawa. Uh, so that one looks like that it'll be, it'll, yeah, up. that's it's over. It's forty five seconds left. So yeah. Arizona will have lost two, but those teams are probably going to get a little bit better, and the Hawks are going to get significantly worse at the trade deadline. Well, I, I just think like Columbus is going to get healthy, healthier. Sure. Yeah. Um, Anaheim will probably get a, a touch worse. But yeah, I, I think th- if, I, if you're the, talking the, about the truly te- the team, losing, the teams are going to get worse, talent for talent wise. Yeah, for but sure. But if you're talking about losing Taves. Kane, potentially Domi, potentially Athanasiu, one of maybe Murphy or McCabe, and maybe, who who maybe knows? Maybe Alex Stalock. Alex Stalock, maybe somebody you know. like Jason Dickinson could sure. go. Yeah, like there's so many guys who we're probably not even thinking about that a lot of contenders would be like, hey, that's a nice fourth line addition. Somebody like even like Sam Lafferty or Taylor Radish. Like this team is not married to any of these guys. No, they're really not. So there's a lot of things that can be done. Yeah. I, I just, I just, uh, you know, we're seeing a, a certain amount of people freak out here. It, it's, it's, it's January twelfth, and they just won their eleventh game. There's still half like, the, there's still half the season to play. There's still the the uh, in theory teardown uh, coming up towards towards March third. Like there's there's still definitely opportunities for this Blackhawks team to continue to be uh, at the bottom of the league and in the best chance to uh, get the top overall draft pick. But I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say that the, the people who are worried about screwing up the tank are uh, as unhinged as maybe, <laughs> maybe we were uh, after the win over the coyotes saying, ah, you guys, now it's three in a row. It's you beat, you beat the coyotes who you're also uh, in the, in, in the tank with. You beat Calgary, who's, you know, looking like a playoff contender. You beat Colorado, who's supposed to be the cup contend, the cup contender this year, but injuries have decimated them. But they're still a, a, a playoff contending team. I don't know. I I start to after seeing how they've played without Patrick Kane, I start to think like, hey, like, I maybe there's some some major league like you know no ridiculousness no. come in no 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 where not that they're no. going to screw everything up and make a playoff <laughs> run when I'm I'm not getting that crazy but a roster that's supposed to be bad might come together and actually outperform what they're expected yeah like i i don't know i i, I i'm not I, worried I, and it, right. I was the guy worried early in the year i bet my beard on it and i'm yeah. fully expecting to shave my beard uh Come playoff time. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not. I'm not saying that it's going to happen. I just, you know, the 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 sliver of the pie chart of maybe they screw this up is gotten just yeah. incrementally bigger for me. Well, Columbus has uh, Jakub Voracek coming back, uh, not is for he? not for a while, but it says he's got a concussion, so you oh, never know. Okay, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, at I, some point, yeah, I remember seeing something about him Boone a few we- a few weeks back, and it was like. They had no idea what was going to be yeah. the status. But, okay. Boone Jenner's missed a month, but looks like he'll be back soon. Mm-hmm. It says January 16th is kind of the expectation. Uh, Elvis Mers Lincolns, he's just sick, so he's not. it's not a big deal for him. But, they, they, you know, uh, Wierenski's the big one. He's out for the year. He's done. Yeah. Like, he's done for the year. But they've got some help coming, potentially. Uh, and they're not selling anything off. Right. That's the thing. That that, that team is not going to just suddenly start dumping right. uh, all of their assets. Uh, we got a poll question uh, in our CHGO YouTube chat right now. The question is, what happens first, a Blackhawks postseason appearance or the Avalanche return to the Stanley Cup final? Make sure you vote in that. We'll update it towards the end of the show. And I think a lot of people at first blush say, well, obviously the Avalanche are going to get back to the Cup final. It's not quite as easy as it seems, folks. Yeah. Like I know we're spoiled Blackhawks fans, uh, and they, you know, they got to the Cup final every other year, 
and barely missed going uh, three years in a row. But look at teams like the Caps and the Sharks and the on and on and on teams that were really good for hey, a really long time. That early 2010s Vancouver. Enough. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like it's, it's not a guarantee. Uh, and we were all talking, you know, we talked to Jesse Montano yesterday and game one, we're in Colorado saying, Hey, enjoy this. You know, it, it, these things are fleeting, but we're all saying like, ah, I wonder how many cups in the next five years, the avalanche will win. <laughs> we already assigning them multiple cups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they came into this season as the uh, the odds on cup favorite, and uh, I know Stephen worked real hard on the on a graphic here, so I want to make sure we get to it uh, as part of the question. They they opened up the season as uh, I believe uh, plus three eighty to win uh, the Stanley Cup to repeat, uh, and right now, Stephen, as you have the uh, the the best eyes at this uh, <laughs> graphic, they still here. have the second best odds. They're at plus six hundred, plus six hundred behind the Boston Bruins at. 500? 500, yeah. 500. All right. Yeah, so, I mean, there's still the, – the, the, the betters there still believe that the Avalanche are uh, the best contenders, at least in the Western Conference, to get to the cup final. And, and from talking with Jesse yesterday, it really seemed like the Avalanche are just banking that everyone will be healthy and everything will be fine, and they still don't have a timetable for Gabe Landeskog. They're still missing the a, a, a big piece of their puzzle is is uh, Val Nishkushkin. Bowen Byram. Bowen Josh Byram's Manson. not there. Josh Manson's These are all not there. Impact players for the Avalanche. Yeah, like that's that's a lot to to bank on everything going fine, everything being healthy, and everything getting back to uh, back to one hundred percent. Like, I, you know, I, I again the 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 sliver of the pie chart. Of me doubting the Avalanche got a little bit bigger uh, this se- as this season has gone on uh, than it was at the beginning of the year. So I don't know. Maybe think, maybe everything goes right for them. Who knows? But I, I think if I'm if I'm voting, I, I think I'm still believing that the Avs can get to a Cup final before the Blackhawks get to the postseason. But I hold the belief belief that you know things look good for the Blackhawks' future. Things look good in their prospect system. If they add Connor Bedard, woo, skyrocket. But I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that the Blackhawks can get back to the postseason four years. Oh, I think it's sooner than that. Sooner. I think it's sooner okay. than that. I think because I think you're gonna they're gonna be forced to bring in some free agents next year just to get to the cap floor. I think you're gonna land. But are those gonna be? They're gonna land longer. A, I think you're gonna land a major free agent within the next two off seasons. Okay. Yeah, I um, I I would agree. I yeah. think they'll be they'll, I think they'll be trying to be in that pool. And if you're talking about if it's Bedard, yes, Fantilli is probably coming straight to the NHL. You know, you've got him. You've got a Reichel full time. Another year older. Another year bigger. Another year stronger. Another year more experienced. Uh, you've got you know. Look at Isaac Phillips played terrific tonight. Mm-hmm. He'll be here. Um, you know, you've got Regula. You got Vlasic. You got and don't not to mention Nolan Allen, Ethan Del Mastro. Yeah, they're all going to be young and they're going to have their growing pains. But I think there's going to be some veterans added in here when those guys start to come up to supplement. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm not saying they're going to win a cup, but get into the playoffs. Sure. When you look at you know when you look at the Central Division, a lot of those teams now are Colorado's going to be here for a while. Yeah. You know, but there there'll be a little bit a bit of fall off. Like Minnesota, they've got cap issues. You know, there, there's going to be some fall off with some of those mm-hmm. other teams. St. Louis, who knows what they are? Nashville is the very definition of average, mm-hmm. and it seems like that's just their business plan is to try to put <laughs> up a fight every year and see yeah. what happens. And and Winnipeg, it's hard to put your finger on them because they were a, a mess last year, and now this year they're every seems like everything's clicking with yeah old, with minimal changes except behind the bench. Like right. So yeah, it's. It'll be interesting to see how it all plays out, but yeah, I I, I think there's there's a lot of optimism, or it should be a lot of optimism for Blackhawks fans uh, for the future of this club, even even sans Connor Bedard, but with Connor Bedard, it's it's better, obviously. Yes. Uh, and and I know a, a lot of people are going to freak out that that the tank is going to be screwed up. Um, next game is is the halfway mark. There's still a lot of hockey to play, and I don't think this this play is sustainable 
I think we got fooled into thinking, oh, no, they're going to screw up the tank early on this season. Yeah, I, I felt, uh, and, this, I and felt that, this way early. Like, they're too good, and I and, freaked out. <laughs> and, uh, and and things uh, things kind of found their way back to uh, back to what they should be. So, yeah, I mean, look, like, it, d- does it make you a, l- a little bit itchy, the winning streak? Yeah, a little bit. But you still enjoy it. It's nice watching a team that's, right. like, playing well, playing competent, like, giving you fun things to to watch and cheer for and – uh, it's not all, you know, clouds and doom and gloom and everything sucks. And, you know, it's, it, it gives you a little bit of uh, gives you a little bit of a break from all that. Yeah. Uh, Anthony says no 27 or 28-year-old all-star caliber UFA is signing with this train wreck until the team starts winning more. That's not true. N- no one views this as a train wreck. Everyone knows what's happening here. Yeah. Everyone sees the young prospects the Hawks have. Every player that's ever played here, well, not every player, but the vast majority of the players that have played here love their time here. They rave about it. It is a free agent destination. It's an original six city. It is a, it is a, a major, place that takes care of their players, unlike market. any other franchise. Mm-hmm. Major market, exposure, all those things. Yes, of course, free agents are going to want to come here. It, it's and, and it if, is not a train wreck. They're losing, but it's not a train wreck. And if you and just to jump on your, your back a little bit here, before I forget, um, about talking about enjoying the winning streak, yeah, it's not great for the tank, but guess what? It should make you feel good about the coach. Yep. How about Absolutely. that? How about looking at that positively? Because we keep saying, like, I don't know, Luke Richardson, who knows, who knows? He's got this team playing this well without Patrick Kane. Yeah. Does that give you any sort of hope in Luke Richardson? That's you would think so. Yeah, it's 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 a big it's a big challenge to have this roster without Patrick Kane. And to be told like, hey, go out, go out and coach these guys up, go out and 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 make a make a winner out of these guys, and he's done that, and and he's he's had the team competitive all year. There's a couple of games where, yeah, you know what, they they were outmatched or they didn't rise to the occasion. Um, that's going to happen in an 82 game season. Yep. You're not going to, no team is ever going to go 82 and 0 and 0. Uh, so, Luke Richardson has had this team you know, following his following his lead as 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 head coach all season. And it w- would have been very easy and very understandable for a lot of these players to be fed up with the losses and to be, you know, mentally checked out. And by all accounts, it doesn't look like anybody is. And I think that that's a that's a big testament to him as, as a head coach and as a and as a as a leader, as a motivator and a guy who can, you know, command respect in a locker room and you know, we've talked about it a lot. Um, they needed a guy who could come in and and be able to relate to that locker room. And he's played, you know, over 1,400 games in his NHL career, and he knows the buttons to push on these guys that can get the best out of them at the right times. I think he's been, I think he's been doing a, a really good job and, and not having Patrick Kane, getting three wins where the team it, – it's not like they're fluky wins or anything. Um the, the team has looked sound against yeah. against two out of the three wins are, are against teams that are pushing for the playoffs. And all three of them, obviously, were above them in the standings. So it's three teams that, you know, you're trying to punch up towards. And you got wins. Like, yeah. that's, that's, that is impressive for this, you know, rookie head coach. All right, let's get into to this game a little bit here because there are a few things that I wanted to get to. And, and I tweeted it out during the game. Um, Lucas Reichel did not have a ton of ice time in this game, and a lot of it was because there were so many special teams uh, happening. He had 12.32 of ice time, uh, finished a minus one, two shots on goal, two hits, two block shots. Uh, he also had, I'm sorry, two takeaways, not block shots. He also drew a penalty uh, because he was about to have a breakaway, and I think it was Hunt that had to like basically tackle him <laughs> to prevent the breakaway from happening. Here's, here is a criticism of Luke Richardson. Power play one is power play one on reputation. Yeah. It's Taves. It's Seth Jones. It's Domi. It's Radish. And look, they had a lot of possession, a lot of zone time, all those things, right? They had the pressure on the avalanche. Not a lot of great looks. Not a lot of great chances on those power plays. Yeah. You have to find a way to get Lucas Reichel on the ice with the power play. I'm tired of power play one by default because it's the veterans. It's not producing. It's not producing results. 
get this kid on the ice. Every time Lucas Reichel was on the ice today, something positive happened. From the first shift to the end of the game, Lucas Reichel was making things happen. Mm -hmm. And because the Hawks had to kill five penalties, including a four-minute high stick, and they spent so much time on the power play, he was stapled to the bench. He played over, what, six minutes in the first period the other night. Yeah. This game he played 12. That To me, that's, I think, unacceptable. is a little too hard. And, you know, the game, the flow of the game dictates things. But he's got to be a little more aware of, hey, we've got this weapon on the bench. He's been our best player over our last two games. Let's find a way to get him out there. And, yeah, I know, power play units, they practice together. They work together. They they try to develop chemistry. That's all fine and good. But you know what? Next time you get a power play, put power play two out there first. and let Because the, the guys who have the most chemistry on this team right now, Trevor Kurashev and Lucas Reichel together, they barely got any power play time. And I think that's yeah. that's a problem. Uh, let's see. Reichel had 120 in power play time. Philip Kurashev had 120 as well. Identical. Yeah. 120 for each of them. That's not enough for me. Yeah, I think... I think they definitely should be getting at this point of the season you should you should be able to recognize who's who's playing well, who's deserving of the minutes. Um and I think it, even just in this short span, you kind of got to just ride your hot hand and and that's I think one thing Luke Richardson can can learn in, you know, on the fly changes, lineup decisions. I think that's something that he can he can adjust to. Now, this roster mostly is not really working with guys who are going to try and find long-term chemistry. But I think in the short term, it's, it's a good skill to, to learn and to uh, be able to bring to the table as a, as a, as a coach and a manager of the game is to be like, okay, who's, who's clicking right now? Who's clicking in this game, in this period, like being able to get those guys going. And um, you know, I, I, I think, Maybe this is maybe this is more of a criticism when the roster is better, but I think that's something that he can. This is an opportunity this season to kind of work on that. And like I said earlier, like I think it'll be really interesting to see what he does when Patrick Kane becomes available again, because of the way Kershev, Domi, Reichel have been playing as a top line, and uh, and how Kane that's been his position all season. He's been on the top line, so it'll be interesting to see how. Uh, Richardson response to that but yeah I, I I would like to see him be able to kind of mix things up with what is working now rather than well this is the way we practiced it you know with this unit so we're going to just roll this unit yeah yeah agree all right Greg is standing by reminder we're trying to get to 81 likes for Marion Hosa's birthday so make sure you smash that like button if you are watching on YouTube, we'd greatly appreciate that. And sports fans in Chicago, you've already got the best coverage for your favorite teams here at CHGO, so get fitted out in the best sports gear around. Foco's got you covered from Soldier Field to the living room, north side or south side with hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. Get decked out like tomorrow with apparel from the leaders in sports merch and collectibles, Foco. Looking for the perfect gift for the football fan in your life? Foco's got you covered with hoodies that make you fight that Lake Michigan breeze. Foco's got tons of great stuff. Go check them out. Uh, anything you want for your man cave, anything you want, again, for the sports fan in your life, Foco has you covered. Check out Foco.com or click the link in the description below. For all non-presale items, use the promo code CHGO for 10% off at Foco. Again, Foco.com. Use that promo code CHGO for 10% off. And if you're looking to do something right for yourself, for your health this uh, this time of year, I know it's always a big time of year for the health kick. Uh, get yourself some AG1 <laughs> from Athletic Greens. Uh, the AG1 formula designed to improve your gut health, optimize your immune system, and give you more natural energy. I know that natural energy is going to be useful during the doldrums of winter. In one scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start or end your day right. If you have different dietary restrictions, whether it's uh, you have to eat gluten-free or dairy-free, or you choose to be follow a keto diet or a vegan diet, whatever it is, 
Uh, with AG1, you're good to go. It's easy to incorporate into your life no matter how busy you might be because it's just a small once-a-day habit with big benefits. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Again, it's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's all you need to make it even easier. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Blackhawks to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, we're going to bring in our buddy Greg Boyson live from the United Center. And, uh, buddy, you and I uh, had brushes with greatness today. Uh, your your brush a little greater than mine, but uh, I, I you know some, sometimes when uh, you, this starts to feel like work, you look up and there's Joe Sackick standing right next to you. Uh, for me, it was the elevator. For you, somewhere a little more private. Um, but man, it was cool to see uh, one of the greatest hockey players I've ever gotten to watch uh, just walking around the where I was working today. Very very cool. Yeah, it was a really cool night. Uh, one of these nights that we were, you were reminded of how fortunate we really are to have this job not only do you get to see i mean it was throwback night here and i got to see joe sackett and then walking out of the locker room heading back up here there's jeremy roenick in the hallway two of my all-time favorite players here on throwback night it was great and we got paid to watch kale mccarr play hockey in person i mean seriously (laughs) i have nothing to complain about in my life right now and the blackhawks won Oh, yeah, that happened, too. Sure, okay. <laughs> uh, that old chestnut. <laughs> what, uh, what, did, what did we learn? What did Luke Richardson uh, say about this victorious team that is now on a winning streak? Well, he, uh, you could tell he's, he's, he's happy for the guys. He said that, like, you know, you're going through the dog days of the season. It's the middle of winter. You're losing all these games. And then you roll off a couple in a row, and then it, it it can snowball. Just like losing games can snowball negatively, winning games and it can get the positivity going. And get he said, you know, the other day uh, on Tuesday when they came back from the off day, and he was going to do video clips, he kind of didn't want to interrupt the room. Everybody was kind of talking and having a good time, and he just kind of he said, hey, I wanted to sit just sit back and take it in for a minute before we got to the clips. Uh, but he says, you know, the, the guys are getting rewarded and, and they deserve that. And, and that's 100 percent true. Uh, they've been working hard all year and now they're starting to get rewarded for that. And, uh, you know, he's, he says it, it's good for the team on and off the ice to get some rewards. And it's only going to make them work harder going forward so they can keep this feeling in the room. Continue to be ready to work. Well, you could tell the difference between, you know, we were at practice yesterday and um, just after two wins. And it's, it hasn't really been bad in the locker room all year. I think players know what's going on here. But, man, just a lot of looseness the last couple of days. Guys goofing around, joking, laughing, having a good time. It's just it takes a, a huge load off your mind when you start getting some success for your hard work. And I think that's the thing, like, this team does work hard most nights. The effort is there. You know, there of course there's been lapses. There's those games where they just don't they don't happen to have it. But on the whole, this team has been working their asses off. And yeah, you do like to see them get rewarded for that because aside from trying to get Connor Bedard this summer, they're also trying to build a bit of a culture here. And and we were talking before you jumped on, Greg, people who are upset about the Hawks winning should be pleased that the Blackhawks head coach, Luke Richardson, seems to know what the hell he's doing and has found a way to keep this team, you know, competing now 40 games into the season uh, with just getting their 11th win in the middle of January. The fact that this team keeps coming out hard and playing hard, you got to give credit to the coach for that, and, and there's something to feel good about. Yeah, for sure. And, and I'm, I'm willing to bet you had to spend the first couple minutes of the show uh, talking people off the ledge that the tank is, is has been blown up and it's not going to work and bye bye Connor Bedard and all that stuff. But you know, let's face it. Yeah, I've been kind of ignoring through it. All right. Well, let's face facts. They've got 11 wins on the season. Seven of those have come on a four-game winning streak and three on this current winning streak. If you're worried that hey wins are bad, just it's fine. It's going to be fine. There's half a season to go, and half of that is going to be post-trade deadline. So don't worry about it. Enjoy some success. Enjoy 
seeing, as you just mentioned, Jay, Luke Richardson with a ballsy coach, uh, coaching challenge on that, on that, what looked to be game time goal of four minutes to go. But he, in his, he explained it. He said, nope, I, I didn't think it was gutsy at all. I, I clearly saw Mrazic's pad get pushed. And then the puck goes right where his pad used to be. That's goalie interference. Uh, I I saw you know when we saw the play on the replay here tons of times. I don't. I'm done guessing because I have no idea what goalie interference is anymore. Because every time I think I see it, it's not. And every time I don't think it exists, it's called. So I don't even try and guess anymore. Uh, but he mentioned the fact. I think it was Murphy uh, pushed Rantanen made contact with Rantanen before that, but he said that's just a one-on-one battle. Two guys, big guys battling for position, uh, and he, he thought the call was made right, and he didn't think it was as, as, as gutsy as a lot of us did, and that's a good thing. Um, Jay, I heard you talking about Lucas Reichel not getting a ton of power play time tonight, and maybe that's a learning point for, for Richardson, but for him to, to make a call like that and have the assertion, that's a good thing. You know, we, we worried all season from the summer until now. What's Luke Richardson going to do as a first-year head coach when the losses start piling up? Well, we're getting that answer. He's staying the course. He's not changing his message. He's getting these guys to play hard every night, and they're getting they're getting a little reward for their for for all that work, and that's a good thing. Tank be damned. There's still plenty of time to lose and get the worst record. Let's just enjoy a good group of guys getting rewarded for tremendous effort. Look, no team is going to go 0 and 81. It's just not going to happen. 82. Oh, thank you. 82. I don't know why I said 80. oh 81. Hosa. 81's on my mind for the likes we need <laughs> for Hosa's birthday. Um, yeah, no, no team's going to go 0 and 82. The, the old the old uh, saying in baseball is you win 60, you lose 60. It's what you do with the other ones that that make the difference in the season. Just lower the percentage, right? You're going to win 20. You're going to lose 20. What do you do with the rest in hockey? And, and Blackhawks probably lose the other. They're going to lose the, other the rest. <laughs> they're going to lose the rest. I like. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I if you expected them to go 0 and 82, I don't know what to tell you. And if you're going to get upset every time they get a win, you're just putting yourself through through hell. Like, why even tune in? Why even watch the game? And, the, just... and the other thing is too, if you go 0 and 82, and 0, or if you go 20, 50, and 12, yeah, that math works. If you go 20, 50, and 12, or 0 and 82, you get the same yeah, odds at exactly. the top overall pick. Last place is last place. It doesn't, it, it doesn't guarantee you anything. It just gets you the best odds in the, lot, in the, in the lottery. So, look, Blackhawks are going to win some games. They've won, they've won some games this year. They've won some games that they probably shouldn't have. Tonight. Tuesday night. Like... Those are games that, that, on paper, they shouldn't be winning. They've also lost games that they probably should have won. The Dallas game that they blew. Like, there's, there's some games that, that go different ways. And I think the, there's going to be things from early this season, from this point of this season, and later next season, or uh, at the end of this season, that will carry over into next season. Not every player here is going to be part of when this team is competitive again. I, we all understand that. We all understand the vast majority of those players are not going to be here. But next season, there's going to be players from this year's roster that will carry over. And then there's going to be new guys. And those new guys are going to come into a team and, and hopefully a locker room culture that got through this season with some positives. They carry those positives into next season. And then the roster carryovers to the next season. And, and that, that locker room culture, go, come, come, players come with that. And as it carries over, it's going to carry over into what will eventually be the generation that, that competes for the postseason regularly, that can hopefully contend for cups regularly. Yeah. Like that all transitions. So getting some wins now will help them. And then it'll help them into next season and the season beyond. It's, it's, yeah. And by the way, if you, look, if you look into the numbers of this game, the Avalanche had a pretty major advantage they had a 62 percent uh possession percentage they had uh 10 high danger chances to the eight their expected goals for were 2.73 to the hawks 1.38 the hawks were outplayed in this one 
on on pay on you know in the stat book. If you want to go back to the Calgary game, it was even worse. Like the Hawks had no business winning that game. It, you know, so it, it's it's looking like it's supposed to look. Again, they're not going to go. They're not going to stop. You know, tanking. They're going to be the, the tank standings are going to be fine. At the beginning of the year, if you were like, hey, the Hawks need to tank, and you said they'll have 11 wins on January 12th, you'd be like, perfect. So who cares if they just got 8, 9, 10, and 11 in the last three games? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, let's just en- let's enjoy, enjoy a rare win because, you know what? Post-game shows are a lot more fun when they win. I know we've, we've had 130 people in the chat when I joined. 20 people have since dropped off. I don't know if that has something to do with my bad jokes, but I don't care. But like <laughs> talking about wins is a lot better for everything than, than losses. So we had a good one tonight. Yes, it was a game they probably shouldn't have won. Uh, the, the, the Lafferty goal kind of changed things a little bit because the first three shifts of the game, the Hawks were getting owned. The Avalanche was just toying with them. And then all of a sudden Lafferty gets that breakaway and it's one nothing, but the, you know, in the second period, the Hawks were the better team for most of that period. But then the penalties started coming, and they gave up the goal late. And then in the third period, they had to hold on. And you know, good for Peter Mrazek, uh, getting a win tonight, his best game as a Blackhawk. Uh, big for him. We got to talk to him after the game. We joked that you can't send Peter Check back home because the Blackhawks are undefeated since he's been here. Um, and then he, he, was, he was asked that, uh, you know, he picked up his fourth assist of the night of his career uh, on that Athanasiu goal. Um, and uh, he, he was told that he is now tied with Alex Stalock in career assists, as Stalock also has four. And his response was, he only has four. I figured he would have had 20 or 30 by now. But, uh, you know, he says that assists are nice, but they don't matter uh, if you don't win. And, and he credited the guys in front of him. Uh, especially on the PK for helping him, and and hopefully this is a win that that gets him going because he's we've criticized him a lot here. Um, he hasn't been very good at times, but tonight he was excellent. You know, for the for the most part, the the, the one goal you could you could be a little upset that he gave a nice juicy rebound right back to the middle, but for the most part, he came up big, especially in that third period after that that disallowed goal. Colorado was coming and he stood his ground. We've got our 81 likes. Thank you, everybody. doesn't mean you have to stop, by the way. You can keep liking it. But we get an extra spin. We've also got an extra spin banked from the last show because we won the tank sim on the very first spin. Um, Greg, we don't have a ton of time left in the show, so why don't we get to our four stars of the game? Okay. stars of the game your number one star peter mrazek uh i'm sorry your number three star peter mrazek 31 saves he had an assist in this one a really solid game for him sam lafferty your number two star he had a goal two shots and won 67 percent of his faceoffs. jake mccabe finished the night a minus two but had five hits four block shots and the biggest part of this the penalty kill went five for five uh, and jake mccabe was as he is most nights the best defender on the Blackhawks, so he is your number one star. Hashtag vote McCabe. Mm-hmm. Jump in there, NHL.com slash vote. Let's try to get Jake McCabe some all-star votes. Look, Chicago is a big market, and if we get enough people jumping in on this vote Jake McCabe train, he's got a real chance. So let's do it. Let's try to get show, Jake McCabe in the all-star show, game. Show the guy some love. Absolutely. All right, my four-star of the game goes to Isaac Phillips, who I thought was terrific in this game. Only 12-10 of ice time he had an assist he was a plus two five hits he had a block shot but he had the uh just a tremendous game I I really liked what he brought to the team the assist he had with that long stretch pass he was just excellent and uh, I'm so glad he's back in the lineup now we just got to get Ian Mitchell back in the lineup too I'm tired of seeing those guys sit love you Caleb Jones seemed like a good guy but we've seen it we know what it is yeah, uh, let's give these kids a look, and I, I think you know the way that not to get off off topic real quick, but I think the way Ian Mitchell's played lately is maybe he's given himself an opportunity to come back with the organization one way or another. So uh, I want to see him be yeah, see him playing. Deal, why but not? I thought Isaac Phillips was uh, was really great in this one. Yeah, the you second know, our, period was the Isaac Phillips show for sure. Yeah, uh, 
he was he was fantastic. I have a little blurb about him in the uh, Hawks hits post game article that will be coming out shortly after the show goes off the air. Yeah, our uh, our friends with the blue lines here. Top player Isaac Phillips. All right. So there you go. Blue lines don't lie. Blue lines do not lie. Neither do hips. I say it every time. <laughs> Me and Greg uh, went to get tacos yesterday, and Shakira was on the TV, and I lost focus several times. Did she go to jail? Uh, there's something about tax evasion. Eh, I'll give her a conjugal visit. She's go, to, <laughs> go to jail for being too hot. She's on the list. My wife will allow it. <laughs> okay, four stars. Focus. 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 All right. Uh, I am going to go with Jack Johnson who was one of the unsung heroes on the penalty kill tonight. Uh, last time we saw the Avalanche in Denver, they gave up four power play goals. Tonight, they were a perfect five for five on the PK. Johnson was a huge part of that. He played five minutes and 33 seconds on the penalty kill. That's over half the time they spent shorthanded. He was out there. He played 21 minutes overall. Only Seth Jones had more ice time than Johnson tonight. Finished with a plus one. And also had three blocked shots. So he was doing the the dirty work, the the, the stuff that doesn't really get uh, makes highlight reels very often. But I'm going to give him some uh, some acknowledgement for a really good tough game against a hard team to play defense against. And he knows that he had to do it in practice all year last last season. So great game. The PK was phenomenal tonight. Uh, he and Jason Dickinson played almost six minutes shorthanded. Sam Lafferty was great there as well. So uh, a shout-out to uh, Jack Johnson and the PK unit as a whole as well. Yeah. Uh, that, that special teams uh, yep. penalty killing unit was was fantastic tonight. So not many times that the uh, story of the game, the last time the Blackhawks played the Avalanche uh, at the beginning of the season was all power play. And tonight for the Blackhawks, it was penalty kill, which is a, a great change of pace. Uh, my four-star of the night uh, tonight was going to be Sam Lafferty, but then he was uh, named one of the three stars, and I was audibly <laughs> shouted uh, a profanity. So I thought in, Alex Salak was here for a second, <laughs> uh, but I quickly turned around to the uh, the guy with the game winning goal tonight, Taylor Radish. Uh, great game from him. Uh, always good to to get on the uh, the score sheet, uh, get the game winner, and and yeah, you know the the that that video review came in came in handy because that kept. Uh, Radish's uh, goal as the game winner, so he was uh, my four star of the night. He's uh, look like he's a guy that's really taken advantage of the opportunity he's gotten to be on this Blackhawks team since he's come over from Tampa Bay, and um, maybe there's maybe there's a, a longer term role for him when this team gets loaded with some more talent over the next couple of years that he can be you know a third line fourth line guy. Uh, kind of back to where he was in Tampa Bay, <laughs> yeah. But that would right. be that would be a good thing for for the Blackhawks, and uh, yeah, maybe he's got uh, got some got some extended time with this team once they're good again. Sorry, I'm reacting to a chat I will not acknowledge. Um, yeah, all right, let's do our DraftKings King of the Game too. <laughs> King of the Game, you guessed it, you predicted it before the game even began. Peter Morazic, <laughs> 31 <laughs> saves on 33 shots, picked up an assist. That's good for a 939 save percentage. He was terrific in this good. game. Um, did not love the – which goal was that, Greg? The, uh, uh, the It was the Rodriguez goal, right? Was first that the soft goal, rebound? Yeah. yeah. First goal. Uh, he was not ready for the no-look Nathan McKinnon shot, gave up a big rebound, and Rodriguez scored. But aside from that, he was really, really good. Made a couple in tight, like, secondary saves. Um, there was a, a shot from Samuel Gerard where he did a toe drag right in a slot, and he was able to block or save it out of He He was great. The reaction was great. And one thing I'll say, too, we haven't really talked about this. Mrazek is, like, when we arrive for practice, no matter what time we get there, practice usually at 11. We roll in 10.15, 10.30, Morazic is out there working. Like, that dude is on the ice first. Every day, one of the last guys off all the time, too. He's really trying to get better. Remember, this was a guy who it, it recently in his career was considered a Stanley Cup caliber goaltender and has fallen off in recent years. And trust me, he's yeah. got he's got pride. He wants to be better. He wants to get better. He wants to get back to that point. How embarrassing is it for a guy like that to get traded with a first-round pick just to get rid of you? 
from a contending that team. hurts yeah that hurts and that is a you know that is a challenge of pride and to see him working as hard as he does it's good to see it get rewarded so good for good for peter morazic uh and we got seems to see like a little a red dude. ass peter morazic too yeah that was good at the end of the game i enjoyed that uh that about a minute to go there was another mad scrum in front of the net and he shot up and gave miko ratnan a just a punch to the back of the skull he had enough of his crap so i, I enjoyed seeing that like Hey, goalies, goalies are, are feisty, and uh, good to see that. Shows that he really wanted to get that win, and he, he, was, he was sick of the crap from the guys in white. So awesome yeah. game for Peter Razzik. Happy for him. All right, Greg, we're going to let you fly, man. Thanks for all the hard work. We appreciate it. Uh, we will see you uh, Saturday night. Hawks and Kraken. The Kraken and who just wait. took down the Bruins in Boston, 3 to nothing. How about that? Woof. It's going to be a fun one. In jeopardy. And those glorious effing uniforms. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love them. All right, All right boys. We will All right, take care, Greg. Saturday. All right. Thank you, man. That was great. Uh, and we want to remind you, as we always do, you might have noticed uh, the NFL playoffs, they're starting. Yeah. They start. The playoff picture is locked in, and our go-to place for the wild card round action is DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off the road to Super Bowl 57, new customers – can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Listen to this. Listen up. Listen to what I said. <laughs> you bet 5 bucks. As soon as you bet $5, regardless of outcome, you get $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat bet each day of the wild card round this weekend. Just place any NFL bet of your choice, and if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to $10. Action so good. Why bet the NFL playoffs anywhere else? This is one of those playoff weekends where almost all of them have, like, blowout potential. Uh, You know. Maybe the Cowboys game, not so much. That one, like, Cowboys and uh, Bucks. Cowboys, Buccaneers, Giants, Vikings could be interesting. Jags, Chargers will be interesting. There's some there's some games that can be a little I close. I, I just I'm not I feel bad for the Dolphins, but maybe you don't yeah. mismanage your quarterback all year and it's karma sneaking up with you. Yeah, I mean don't <laughs> trot him out after four four days after having a concussion to go out and get concussed again. You know, yep. just just my two cents. Anyway, have fun. Gamble safely, of course, as always. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that code CHGO. New customers bet that 5 bucks on the NFL, and they get 200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code CHGO. Minimum agent eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Can't wait to bet on the Bears in the playoffs next year, my friends. Yes, next year, keyword. Yep. Uh, but this year you can, uh, you can definitely make yourself some money on the NFL playoffs. And, uh, you know, you, one of those games you mentioned that might be close. Tampa Bay hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Here's a stat that I think is, is, is quite interesting. And uh, sometimes you, you can't bet against history. Tom Brady is 7-0 and in his career against the Cowboys. Tampa Bay is hosting Dallas yeah. at plus 120 on the money line. I'm making Tampa. The upset special pick of the week. I like that. Tampa at plus 120 right now on DraftKings. You can hop in there and, uh, you know, put some money down on the ageless wonder that is Tom Brady to find that spark once again in the postseason. And, you know, another wild stat with Tom Brady. I think the last four Super Bowls he's won have alternated years. Didn't win one, didn't win one. He's coming off a did-not-win year. Is he gonna win it? No, we'll see. Um, but I like uh, I like where your head's at. I, but I do like the up, <laughs> I I do think the upset pick uh, this uh, on Monday night against Dallas could uh, could could play well into your favor. So I like yeah, that plus one twenty Tampa Bay on the money line. Love it. If you uh, if you cash in that DraftKings pick of the week bet, uh, that's gonna be putting some money right into your wallet. And if you want to put more money right back into your wallet, uh, check out our friends at ComEd with their energy efficiency program. And it's commitment to helping families and businesses in the communities that they serve save money and energy. ComEd offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, whether it's lighting, HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. 
and these can be done in person or virtually and last approximately two hours. Within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that you can start working on immediately. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. So don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today. For energy saving tips and to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash poweringbiz. And if you're ready to sign up for a facility assessment, you can call them at 1-855-433-2700, of course, during regular business hours, and speak with a ComEd Energy Efficiency Program representative. You can also email them at businessee at comed.com, or you can request an assessment online at their website, comed.com slash facility assessments. All right, it has come to that time in the show to update the tank standings and spin the wheel on the tank sim. Here we go, tank standings time. All right, uh, panic in the streets, panic in oh, the disco. No. Uh, the Hawks are now second in tank standings behind Columbus. Richard Panic. Uh, they have Columbus has twenty six points in forty one games. The Hawks have twenty six points in forty games. So there's your one and two. Anaheim with twenty eight points in forty two games. Uh, 31 points in 40 games for Arizona and 34 points in 43 games for the Sharks. So there you go. By the way, I heard a story today. Some guy was flying his drone in Australia and saw, like, in the water a bunch of great whites. And they, like, were able to evacuate the water because of the guy's drone. Oh, wow. Drone hero. Hey, look at that. Draft King's drone hero of the game. (laughs) That dude from Australia who spotted the great whites. Wow. So there you go. All right, we've got three spins because you helped us reach 81 likes for Marion Host's birthday. That's your second spin. And we've got one banked from the last show because the first spin, the Hawks won the Sim Lottery. So like if it. that happens again, we're going to bank two more spins. Ooh. As soon as the Hawks win, we stop. We do not mess with it. We do not. So we have at least three. But if we get if they hit number one before then, we'll, we'll, we'll bank it. So let's give it the first spin here, Stephen. Let's see what happens. All right, the well, first spin, Ottawa gets the first pick, moving up eight spots. I don't like that. Columbus second, and the Hawks third. All right, that sucks. I have a question before yes. we go to our next spin. Okay. Steven, can you hit reset? Now, I know that they that Tankathon updated the odds uh, from 18.5 to 25.5 to reflect that only the top 11 teams can be in the first overall pick. But why is the second overall pick not changed? When – haven't wouldn't their odds change as well with the only having to worry about 11 teams is the top team the only one that's guaranteed a top three pick yes so maybe well no no it's i think you can only you can't drop more than three no matter where you're at i think that's the rule so so if you're at two you can't go lower than than so here's the thing uh it's math, and I have no idea. Okay. So I'll, I'll try and reach out to Tankathon. And Hello, Tankathon? Yes, yeah, so I'll call, call up Tankathon. Can and you see have the Hawks do. win more often? Thank you. Yes. Anyways. All right, let's try again. That sucked. Sorry if I confused anybody. Ugh. Second spin, bad. Anaheim. Worse. Ottawa, Columbus, and Chicago. All right, and Arizona gets five. All right, let's let's do it one yeah, more time. We, need, we this No, this is, this is bad. All right. I don't like it. San Jose, Philly, Columbus, Chicago. So what we're learning is we have to be outside of the top five to get the first overall pick. Apparently, yeah. Because the top three have dropped in each one of these sims. Each team has dropped at least one position. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's not great. I'm, you know what? I am glad that Tankathon is not the official uh, lottery uh, provider of the I, NHL. I do believe also that... And it's actually a very smart business by Tankathon. Is they probably use our IP address to see where we are, and the more we hit spin to get the result we want, the more web clicks they get. Uh, so I'll bet it's. I'll bet it's. We got to get a VPN just for this. There you go. That's it. That's the only there answer. Go. We got to get a get a burner phone. <laughs> Untraceable. Yeah. You won't know our location, Tankathon. Exactly. All right, we're gonna wrap things up. We are back. On Saturday night after Blackhawks and Kraken should be a ton of fun. Make sure you join us for the post game there. On your way out, make sure you have smashed that like button. Hit the subscribe button on the YouTube as well. If you're listening on the podcast, 
Make sure you're subscribed and following and all those wonderful things there. Steven, what's the uh, final tools on our poll? Let's get to that. I got it. What will happen first? The Avalanche get to the cup final or the Blackhawks get back to the playoffs? So the Avalanche returning the Stanley Cup final is the overwhelming winner here. They took 70% of the vote. I All think right. I if All I right. had to if I made a DraftKings bet on that, I would I think I would bet Avs to return to the final. I think first. I would too, but I I would have thought it'd be closer than seventy yeah. percent. I I thought it'd be a little I closer. Just, it could be this year, honestly, for the Avalanche. Sure, like yeah, it really could. could you it know? could be, or they could. You know, everyone could be injured all year. Who knows? Yeah. All right, we're back Saturday night. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Reminder: We are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. For Mario Terabasi and Greg Boyson, I'm Jay Zawoski. Thanks for listening to the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.